Hello again and welcome to an all-new edition of Beckett Radio. I'm yours truly, Derek Ficken. As always with me, across the table, Mr. Eric Norton. Eric? Good morning, sir. Hello. How are you? Good. I am drinking my coffee, ready to go. Another Thursday means another Beckett Radio. Um, We're having a lot of fun this week. We are, yes. And the reason why is because... A, our bosses aren't in the office. Yeah, they're nowhere to be found. So, uh, tons of partying, uh, beer kegs literally everywhere. I don't participate in those. It's, yes, you do. Come on. But I've seen people do it. And uh, no, not really. We're having fun because A, our bosses are out, mm-hmm. so we get to have fun here. And uh, we're going to talk about the Industry Summit. Right. Really, uh the industry summit we're we're not having fun we're doing a lot of business here so <laughs> just want to clear that up no the industry summit was last week right if, um correct in hawaii uh still pissed off i wasn't able to go um was a little jealous that people were able to take a little vacation time a little pto you know but uh but they had a lot of fun they had a lot of things go down at the industry summit for the 30th anniversary of the show um, so we're going to talk about that. Really, that's that's all we're going to talk about um, was uh, all the news that came out of there. We want to discuss, kind of divulge into more detail with what we've heard, you know, through news stories on Beck.com slash news, uh, through social media, you know, on Twitter and Facebook. So um, let's just get it started. But before we do, let's kind of do new products and pricing. Um, I had all that stuff here up right now. And. We have new trading card releases, uh, 2015-16 Donruss Basketball, 2015-16 Leaf Ultimate Hockey, 2016 Tops WWE Road to WrestleMania, uh, 2015-16 Upper Deck Series 2 Hockey, very nice, uh, 2015-16 Panini Gold Standard Basketball, Cryptozoic Fringe Season 5 is out, 15-16 Absolute Basketball, Tops Museum Collection Football is out. And then finally, Leaf Sport Kings and Topps Premier Gold Soccer is out. That's a whole lot of a new stuff. A whole lot of new products. A so whole lot of new Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Checklist should be out on Beckett.com now, so check your OPGs. New to the Price Guide, Series 1, Topps Baseball. Whoa, big one right there. Um, that's a lot of fun to break. Panini Select Soccer, I've been seeing a lot of big hits come out of that, so that's cool. Panini Extra Edition uh, Baseball Elite, 25th Leaf baseball, Leaf 25th, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Tops Dynasty baseball, Tops Strata baseball, and Panini Crown Royale football. So a lot of baseball products. Brian Fleischer is, uh, is just knocking them out left and right. So good for him actually doing something for once at at uh, at his job. At his job. That, that's good. He's got a lot on his plate now. He does. He does. So, yeah, let's kind of talk about it now. Um, let, let's just quickly divulge into that. Right. Uh, the pricing team is going through some changes, man. Yes. What's, what's up? What's, well, what's it's, going on? <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole new dynamic over here. Uh, it, you know, Mr. Hit, who had been with the company for 25 years, yeah, damn hit, um, took his uh, put his resignation in and, and started off a uh, his own his own business venture, completely separate from the card world. He's going to be a home inspector, I believe. Home inspector, yeah, yeah, that's correct. and hit if you home if, inspections, if you know anything about Dan at all, that's like directly right, up right his alley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Um, you know, congratulations to him for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venturing out, that takes a big uh, leap of faith in yourself, yeah, and you know your ability to do that, which I believe he'll do fine at. So um, that puts Brian 
squarely in charge of the pricing department. That's dangerous. Yeah, uh, right under Mr. Uh, Mr. Sudsy, Mr. Bill Sutherland. He, yeah. He's going to be kind of you know the head of it. But Brian, right there, directly under him, is, is the head of the the four the four guys of us, yeah. four of us over there. We're looking to uh, hopefully bring on a couple of new people, and yeah. I hope you know. I, I don't know too much about that, but I know that it needs to happen. So. Definitely. No, yeah. Congratulations to Brian, and you know, just good luck to Dan. Right. You know, he's, he brought me in to Beckett, so I, you know, I'm grateful to what he's done, you know, for the company and for myself. Uh, so that's just awesome. At know? his retirement party, they had everyone stand up that Dan yeah, brought I, in, yeah. and it was like two thirds of the company. It was crazy. Well, he he was one of the leaders. Um, that brought the grading department right. about, you know, right. who, you know, he pretty much created it with yeah, Grant Sandground, yeah, exactly. um, who's now at the upper deck. Um, they created the way on, you know, how to grade cards. You know, they, they created that. So pretty much all the graders, you know, stood up and everyone in the grading department that's been here, you know, 10 plus years. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just really cool to see, you know, um, but it's sad, of course, you know, 25 years in the business and. All of a sudden, his office is empty. You know, it's kind right. of strange. But uh, you know, good luck to him. Congratulations on on you know twenty five years. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, that's a long time. That's you yeah, know that's usually you know a third of someone's life. Yeah, so. exactly. So, uh, but yeah. So, congratulations to them. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see the the change in pricing. I don't think it's going to change. I don't Brian, think too much. Yet. Yeah, Brian Brian's... is is like Dan. You know, so yeah. it's going to stay the same. But Brian. To Brian's credit, if it's not broke, he's not going to fix it. True. So definitely, yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Um, so let's go over to the industry summit. Sure. Um, another year, uh, another March comes around. Another industry summit is done. Um, the 30th anniversary was held, um, which is really cool. Kit Young started it 30 years ago uh, in Hawaii, right? Um, and they brought it back. You know that that was kind of fitting for that. Um, a lot of news came out of there. First, obviously, we should talk NASCAR. All right. So NASCAR was a formally announced with Panini. They, they acquired the license, and there's going to be four releases in 2016. Prism, I guess, is going to be the first product for uh, NASCAR, which I'm actually a fan of. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with that because I'm a big fan of Prism, so I want to see how they incorporate the retired guys with the current drivers, just kind of like how Panini Prism basketball is, you know, with the white and black photos on a, you know, on a green and blue mojo Prism. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it'll look pretty cool. Um, but I'm really excited for the memorabilia. Um, do you think that NASCAR Americans are prepared for the number of parallel parallels <laughs> that are going to be in Prism? I, I mean, I, I can see some collectors get a little crazy about it yeah because nascar has a huge diehard following they sure do um which is great that's that's what we need you know for for something like this um so with prism panini torque who i don't don't really know what torque is all about that's gonna be a new a new brand a brand new brand okay um that and then certified obviously a big deal and then obviously national treasures right um how how do you think National Treasures will fare with the NASCAR faithful? I think, you know, given Press Pass's history with, like, Five Star and, you know, th- those higher-end brands, I think that it will do well. I think that what Panini was doing with hockey towards the end of that, that program yeah. run there was really starting to look good. And I think if, they, if Panini just takes that concept and applies it to NASCAR, there's no reason that, 
National Treasures Racing Racing can't be a hit. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah. You know, because obviously we haven't seen it in, you know, two years maybe. I think almost two years we it's, haven't yeah, it's seen been a NASCAR it's been a little product. Yeah. Um so it'll be interesting A to just see NASCAR back on cardboard, but it'll be really exciting to see what Panini comes up with sure. for National Treasures. Because you gotta make it worth the money. Yeah, you have to. You know? So <laughs> windshield plus, you know, tire plus, you know, fire suit plus I don't know, hair. Yeah, I don't know. There's you know? there's no shortage of uh patches and yeah and yeah. pieces of material oh, that they yeah. can go to for NASCAR. I, I mean just what they did with hockey, National Treasures hockey, you know, they went, you know, stick, skate, yeah, you know, uniform, all that mess. Yeah. Even buttons, fight strap buttons yeah, and yeah. things like you can do the exact same thing. With NASCAR, and not that it hasn't been done before, mm-hmm. but Panini does it right over there when they do those kind of things. So yeah, um, um, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, it's gonna be real nice. Press Pass went out of business January 2015, okay. so a little over a year. Right, um, it's it feels like forever. It feels like two years though, <laughs> because know? they had those last couple of products that they released mm-hmm. was to very little fanfare. True, and you know it was it was kind of a a silent departure. Yeah. It, they were there on a. On a Monday. When they were out on a Tuesday, pretty much, yeah. exactly. So Yeah, they were definitely not going up on a Tuesday. No. No. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it's going to be really exciting. I think that was, I mean, from someone who wasn't at the Summit, I feel like that should be the biggest news overall of the Summit. I think it would probably. Do you agree with that? I I think from a fan base-wise, it probably had the most impact. Okay. So let's go probably to the next best thing, or some might say this was the biggest news coming out of the summit, and that was Leaf Trading Cards acquiring uh, Daisy Ridley to you know have autographs in their upcoming Leaf Pop Century. That came with a lot, not a backlash, but a lot of like, ooh, right, because of the whole tops thing, sure, with the mystery redemptions. Which uh, later on in the show, we're gonna have Ryan Cracknell, our hobby editor here at Beckett Media, who was at the summit. I wanted to get someone who was actually at the summit to talk about this stuff. We're gonna have him on and talk all about this. And he kind of told me about how you know tops had their product come out, the Force Awakens. And there was this mystery redemption, obviously a mystery, but I guess it said Daisy Ridley somewhere eventually, you know. Okay. And I guess it's numbered to 25, so it's somewhat, you know, small, um, low serial numbered, but still, 20, you know, 25 copies of a Daisy Ridley autograph, still not out yet. But all of a sudden, Leaf comes out saying that Daisy Ridley autographs are coming in 2016 Leaf Pop Century, and that, you know, Brian Gray said, that it was a uh, you know they really just secured an autograph deal with with the actress so how that will affect tops and this uh, I don't know you know um, if, it's if I were be interesting if I were tops I'd be pissed I yeah <laughs> I I would be too but, but you know Brian Gray is Brian Gray like, yeah that's what that's what I like about him is that he doesn't care like yeah, if sure. he can do something to better his business. He's gonna do it. You that, know that, what I mean? That's where I can't fault Brian yeah. in, in this in this situation. I can't fault him. If you know, if Tops wanted wanted to uh, secure Ridley to an exclusive, yeah, they should have done it. Exactly. I, you know, I don't I don't know the details what what may or may not happen there and why mm-hmm. why that didn't happen. Yeah. But Brian, you know, seized the opportunity and he seized and the he opportunity. Got yeah. It, yeah. So no. So yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm reading on on uh, Becca.com/news about Daisy Ridley here by Ryan Cracknell, of course, and it says that when the checklist was first released for the Force Awakens series one, 
underneath the Mystery Redemption card was Daisy Ridley. Okay. So that's when people went crazy. On the actual card, it doesn't say anything. And, of course, a few weeks later, the checklist was changed, and the signer was designated as to be announced. Ah. So something might have happened you sure. know, with Tops and her, but, um, of course, who knows now. And Leaf obviously got it. You know, for her sake, I hope that whatever deal she signed for these autographs, she got some money on because she was getting just the short end of the stick yeah. from the Star Wars deal. Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, Brian Gray said that this was the biggest female endorsement or autograph deal that he's ever had to pay for. Yeah. So, and that's big compared <clears throat> Lindsay Lohan, you know, J Lo. Uh, you know, uh, Megan Fox. Yeah, you know th- those are some big names. Um, Kate Beckinsale from mm-hmm. uh, Underworld, I think. Yeah, yeah, just gorgeous. You know, but uh, you know, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, so this is a big deal, and but it, rightfully so. Star Wars took over the world this past year, and everyone absolutely loves Daisy Ridley now. You know, um, so that's going to be really, really exciting to see how this all pans out. What Leaf will do, not just with Leaf Pop Century. Hopefully, it'll be in you know maybe sprinkled in other products just randomly. You know, obviously they're not going to be able to use this the Star Wars logo course, or the, yeah. or anything yeah. associated with that. But I I firmly believe that Star Wars collectors will seek these out. Oh, of course, yeah. If if there's so much demand, they're they're gonna find yeah. it no matter what. Right. You know. So Leaf Leaf did a big thing. I think they were one of the big winners. I think Panini was a big winner as well. I think a- out of the four card companies, they were the two big winners. And you could really just flip flop Panini and Leaf for being the top top dog after all this news was announced. I mean, you know, uh, Panini uh, flawless soccer is coming. I'm I am so pumped to see that. <laughs> like I am so pumped. Um, they also have Donruss Optic which is an optic chrome take on Donruss baseball, basketball, and football. Okay. So that's going to be extremely interesting to see. Uh, just another product, you know. Sure. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then the Hobby Shop, uh, they're revamping the roundtable program, so that'll be nice to see. Uh, but Leaf, draft, not planning on producing draft-style baseball products in 2015. What does that mean? For 16 those, or 15? Uh, 16, sorry, 16. What does that mean for the prospect guys and the pre-prospect guys that are collecting furiously? Well, it just means you're going to have to rely on Bowman Chrome and you know Bowman, which is fine. I mean, those yeah. are those, those are the, those are the historic brands. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, do you think they? Do you think Leaf just was like, we're doing too much of it and it's not really worth our time and we got to worry about Daisy Ridley now. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? That's a good possibility. I, I've never known, I've never known Leaf to, to think like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what they did with Connor McDavid. Just, they would have printed that on toilet paper if they could, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, uh, but as far as baseball goes, just as a collect, as a guy who dabbles in, in collecting, I, I cannot stand prospecting. It's, yeah. I don't have the patience for it, No, yeah, but, Comparatively speaking, Leafs Leafs product paled in comparison to the aftermarket value or the secondary market value of Bowman Chrome and, mm. and Bowman. So, yeah. um, I know, is it smart on Leafs part? Probably because, like you said, the Ridley. Yeah. Um, just to bow out and let them have it. That's yeah. fine. The Leaf does great products in, in oh, of course in other other 
genres of sports yeah. cards. So. And and that and let's go to to that what you're exactly talking with other genres. Leaf Signature Series Wrestling. Yes, is coming out. Andre well, the is, Giant and Vince McMahon Senior autographs. These are this what? is the the third third evolution of these, right? So I was a fan of the first two. I loved them. Um, these Andre the Giant. Is a huge get. Yep. And it obviously has to be a cut autograph. Oh yeah, they're you both know, and cut, the, cut so yep. those are going to be huge when they hit the secondary market. If oh, they yeah. do, you know, I'd keep them. Oh, for sure, at least for a week. I, and, I honestly would probably buy a box of this stuff. I yeah. mean, I opened the box when it first came out. I think in twenty fourteen, maybe I it was remember. like December of that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I got some really great cards. Like I was really excited to open that because as a kid, not only was I a collector, but I was a wrestling fan in sure. WCW. You know. And the old WWF. So it was really cool to see these old guys that you forgot about. You're like, oh my goodness, like I got a freaking autograph from, you know, Taz. Right. You know, or, or Dennis Rodman when he, you know, had when he did the whole bash at the beach with Carl Malone. That's funny. You're so young. Um so young, I know. <laughs> because the nineties. I, I was looking at it from, <laughs> from the same perspective, but I'm a little bit more seasoned than yeah. you. <laughs> but maybe ten years so, before that. Right. So and I grew up here in the Dallas area. Okay. So, so we had Von Kevin Von Erich. Yeah, I, it was it was a must have Kevin Von Erich. Yeah, uh, in s- the first series of that, um, Kamala was a must have. Yeah, and I have so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. It was, Kamala's like declining in health too. Yeah, um, not it's not well. it's not a good situation. Yeah. So but people like, like Warlord, um, the Rock and Roll Express, yep. Jimmy Cornette, yep. people that made their way through here, and even Andre the Giant came through here. So that's yeah. a cool one too. Yeah. Um, I I love the Leaf Wrestling. I, yeah. I I I would even venture to say that I find more value in in the Leaf Wrestling products than I do the WWE wrestling. Products. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. I I don't think I would ever buy just a regular WWE product because I'm not a fan anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, it's all nostalgia, and that's what Leaf does well. Is that you know because of the licensing issues that they have to you know they have to be careful about. They think outside the box, you know, more than any of these companies because they have to. Right. In order to make a profit, you have to, you know. <laughs> they can't just say, all right, here's, you know, Seamus, you know, Roman Reigns and The Rock and Steve Austin, and we'll make, you know, a thousand of these cards each and people will buy them because sure. they're huge stars. But, you know, they, they, uh, they made a risk uh, and they were like, let's do it. We're fans of this stuff. I think there's plenty of other people that are the same way. Sure. And obviously it's a hit. So I'm, I'm extremely excited to see this product. I don't know for sure. I'm I, I would I, I've not heard anything or anything yeah. like that. But with WrestleMania around the corner and everything that's gonna be going on Here. in in this general area, yeah, I would bet Brian Gray has some kind of hand in getting autographs oh, or something of course. like that. You know? Yeah, of course. That that would be really cool to check out. Yeah. Just to be a fly on Brian Gray's, you know, shoulder. Sure. Just see what he's about to do. So, uh, yeah, good stuff coming out of Leaf Trading Cards. Check that out for the upcoming year. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hockey, they're they're coming out with some more hockey products because they, you know, acquired ITG. Um, so they have uh, new hockey brands, including Genesis, Sport Kings Hockey, Masked Men, and Pearl. So we'll see about that. Awesome. Um, let's go over to Panini. Like I said, you know, they're doing the roundtable program, Donruss Optic, Flawless Soccer, and, of course, NASCAR, the licensing. Um, all right, so Tops, Tops. I think that they hit a home run at the Industry Summit. But because it wasn't a NASCAR license or Daisy Ridley, 
I think they kind of got shadowed, you know, with what they're doing, which mm-hmm. I think they're doing some great stuff from Panini and, and Leaf, what they were doing, you know. Um, they're, they're reconfiguring Bowman Chrome and Bowman Draft, so that's great. So they're trying to, you know, I guess they found out Leaf's not doing draft-style baseball anymore, so they're going to try and, you know, grab more people in. Awesome. That's what y'all need to do. Um, always keep it going. Always keep it, you know, um, uh, fresh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that'll be exciting. Big deal. Nas- National Baseball Card Day is returning. Uh, obviously, National Hockey Card Day in Canada is like really a holiday. I, sure. I feel yeah. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. I mean, just going up to the expo for Toronto uh, and seeing the Tim Hortons cards in uh, Tim Horton hockey cards at Tim Hortons. And how many people who you would never think would buy a pack buy packs? It's it's nuts. So um, that's pretty cool to see. So Tops is trying to get their hand in that. And baseball, I mean, freaking baseball, man! Like, of course you have a, a national baseball card day. Of course, it's as uh, you know, it, as it, American it's, as apple pie, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, if I think of National Baseball Card Day, is St. Louis Cardinal Stadium with a freaking Budweiser in one hand, a pack of cards in the other. And a freaking you know flag waving you know July Fourth I don't know that's that's what I see with National Baseball Card Day, um, but no no formal date has been announced yet. I think last year they did it um, during All Star Break, right? Something like that, maybe. To, to be honest with you, I don't recall. Yeah, Top said the tentative plan. Well, way to go, Eric. You know, I, I'm you know gosh. I'm not a baseball guy so gosh. much, man. It's all right. Mariners, they'll, they'll be all right. Yeah. Um, it's not the Mariners. I really don't. <laughs> I just don't really care. Yeah. The tentative plan was to have the uh, National Baseball Card Day coincide with the All-Star Weekend, which is great. You know, Smart, that makes yeah. absolute sense. Uh, but the exact date obviously hasn't been announced, so they don't know. Um, so it'll be, um, yeah, it, it's going to be awesome to see that. Uh, when talking to Ryan Cracknell on the phone, you know, uh, the other day, for the interview, which is going to be held later here in the show, um, he said, I don't think it's formally announced yet, but he said, you know, it's not going to be a big product. You know, it's not going to be big cards that are going to be sold, you know, for big sure. money on the market. Um, but who cares? Just open up baseball cards and enjoy that, you know? I think what they're probably going to try to do is is the same thing that National Hockey Card Day gets in Canada, even here in the States, too. Mm. It's really going to be aimed and marketed towards kids, yeah, and which is great. Kids yeah. need. I I have a son who I desperately want to have some kind of involvement in, in the hobby. It's, you know, I got started. Well, he's going to be turning six this this month, so I was about six or seven when I yeah. got started. Yeah. It's something I want him to get into. I'm not going to force upon him. Yeah, but, but you're going to try. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say, hey, you know, this is fun. Daddy likes this, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you should check it out too. Yeah, exactly. Um. Kind of like being a Republican. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's something that I want, I would like for him to get into. Yeah. I think as collector collector dads go, it's something that we all want our kids to get oh, into. Of you know? So I think if they just market it toward kids, towards kids, which I believe they will, it's, yeah. it's going to work. No, I agree. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see again. Um, and yeah, hopefully. They'll they'll have some new information come out soon to you know get people ramped up for it. Uh, it's also a great way to get people in the hobby shop. Yes, you know your local yes. card store. They gotta survive, and you're not hearing of you know new stores come around a lot more. Um, so it's unfortunate, but um, that'll be good to see. Um, 
Top Supreme Baseball will not return in 2016. Eric Norton, your thoughts? Good riddance. <laughs> I honestly, I, I mean, I, I don't even really remember, like, if anything big. You know, I remember Top's Tribute, you know, um, obviously Top's Dynasty. But Supreme, it's like, you know. Okay. It was one of the many, you know, upper, upper mid, mid to, to high, to high yeah. end products that just kind of got lost in the mix yeah well i mean you can only have so many high-end brands sure you know so it's like i mean cool it is what it is you know hopefully they'll put more you know more stock into the you know getting bowman chrome and bowman draft you know revitalized in some different way i don't know um so i don't know good riddance see you later it was fun while it lasted um They'll bring it back in five years. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, Dodgers rookie Kenta Mayada. Um, I hate the Dodgers, so I hate this person. Uh, Tops has reached a deal with him, so that's cool. I think he's from Korea, mm-hmm. South Korean. Yes. Um, it's supposed he's supposed to be just he's he's good fire. Yeah, yeah absolute fire. So um, I hope he breaks his ankle and and doesn't play. This wow, year. that's a little harsh, man. Go Giants, even you. Are you voting for Donald Trump? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, I, that's really cool. Leaf acquired um, that Boston Red Sox prospect, right? Uh, Makata, I think his from name Japan. Is. Yes. No, I think he's Cuban actually. Yeah. The, what? There was a Cuban that the Red Sox acquired that um, Leaf got an exclusive deal with. It starts with a Y. I don't remember. His oh, first Yakata. Something. No, his first it's name a, is a Y, and then his last name starts with an M, I think. I see. I don't know. I have a card of his. We're going to edit this all out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there you go. Dodgers rookie Kenta Mayata has uh, reached a deal with Tops. So that's great. They should they should try and get you know some prospects for the Giants. That would be very nice to see. Um, let's go over to Upper Deck. Upper Deck, um, Champs Hockey is returning. Eric, do you know what Champs Hockey is? I sure do. Yes. What What is Champs Hockey? It is kind of like a, an Allen and Ginter um, type set. You know, okay. kind of off the wall type thing. It's not completely off the wall. Okay. When it was released, in you know, in the in the later half of. Of the, of the 2000s. It was cool. It actually, it was the first hockey product I bought getting back into the, oh, into nice. the product. Uh, yeah. You know, they had the little minis and they have, you know, kind of the the older f- the tobacco card feel to them. Yeah. And then they have the full size cards as gotcha. well. Yeah. It's it's very Ginterish like. Yeah. It's not bad. I okay. like it. Well, it is returning. So there's that. Um, Upper Deck has announced that Upper Deck Portfolio, uh, a new photography centric line, which I'm excited. I think they do great stuff with their right. photos on on uh, on cardboard. Uh, is coming to uh, hockey in 2015-16. Will include redemptions for 2016-17 rookies. So that's a big deal. Um, they held private sessions for dealers where they went into more detail about upcoming products. So that's cool uh, to get a, a, a better inside look of what to expect. Um, and yeah, so they're they're doing big things with hockey. That's great to see. Um, let's go over to Beckett Media quickly. We acquired a non-sport magazine. You know, Matt should really be in here talking. He about really this. should. And I, I was just now. I was like, dang it! I probably should have had him on, but Man, it's okay. I, you know, I, but I think as as details come, we could probably get him on. Oh, of easily. course. But yeah. um, I was actually back in the warehouse yesterday, and I saw the beginning of the non-sport magazine the non-sport update magazine being sorted and put into place hmm. here so uh pretty cool it's a big it's a really really big deal there's no reason to downplay that at all mm-hmm. because 
it has non-sport collectors a buzz, and they have a lot of questions. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, and I do believe that they'll be addressed. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to even attempt to, <laughs> but it's going to be some. There's there's going to be need to be answers, and they're coming. And um, the the guys, the Towsers, I believe I'm saying their name right. Yep, that's great. They are pretty much Jim Beckett. Gotcha. Of, to to non-sport of non-sport. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. I know. I know the one thing that I can say coming out of that is that they're still keeping control of their show that they do in Philadelphia. Okay, and that's that's huge for them. You know, it's it's huge to that community. Yeah, you want to keep you know a brand loyalty there. So yeah, no, it, it's going to be really interesting to see um, because we really want to ramp up the non-sport side of things. Obviously, we're ramping up gaming. You know, with the gaming almanac things like that. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see what the future holds for this magazine. I'm really excited. I told Ryan Crack, no, I'm I'm pumped to see what we're going to do yeah. with this. Um, I, I know a big question that they have also the cl- uh, their customers have, or you know, hopefully now our customers have, yeah. is they still do the promo cards in every release. It's a bi monthly magazine, okay. So they usually have four or five promo cards in it. That's cool. They're really cool cards. Yeah. I I hope they don't go away. Yeah, no, so, for sure. Yeah, um, that's going to be really cool to see. Interested to see how that's going to play out. Yeah. Um. Some some little uh not little but uh some other nuggets from the uh industry summit in Hawaii this past week. Uh, Mike Burkus, you know, unfortunately passed away last year. Uh, way too early. Um, it, it was sad to hear that. Um, but he is going to be honored at the upcoming national convention. The center stage, which I was a part of last year, which was awesome and a, and a great honor, um, is going to be renamed the Mike Burkus Center Stage. So that's awesome because that was his that was his idea. That was Sweet. his baby. Very cool. Um, so you know to to actually be a part of that was was just an honor um, to that I'll always remember. You know, so that's really cool. Also, we um, honored industry legends and leaders as well with a I think it was six cards, six cards, yeah. six card set. Kit Young, Dr. Jim Beckett, Mike Burkus. Uh, we had, um, oh, uh, what, what's his, uh, John uh, Brogy. Uh, Angelo, I'm, I can't say his last name because I'm terrible at last names, as you all know. Um, and uh, Lloyd Key. Uh, those were the six guys that pretty much should be on the Mount Rushmore of the collecting world, if you really think about it. You know? uh, yeah, I would guess so. I mean, Brian Gray, Gray probably has an argument that he's not in it. True. But... Other than that, I think so. It's all good. (laughs) But yeah, I thought that was really cool, something that we did for him. And uh, obviously, black boxes, leaf white boxes, you know, they were all over the place with hits among hits. Uh, Tops did some great stamped 101s for the Industry Summit that looked really cool. And uh, what did you think about those? They had the little pineapple logo on them. I mean, I think it was kind of funny. You know what I mean? It's kind of unique because it's like, you want to keep them, you know what I mean? So if they're going to be like, why is that on there? You know, it, it kills the value. You're not supposed to sell it. You know, right. keep them. That's yeah. the whole reason. That's why they're called industry exclusives. Yeah, exactly. So now, like, come on. Everybody's going to sell them. Oh, of course. Yeah. I would. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That but, little uh, pineapple was cool. Though. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, Decision 2016 promo cards were, were kind of announced or, or shown at the industry yeah. summit. I'm excited for that product. I, I might I might check out a box or something. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to give a little soft plug yeah. for we broke a box, a retro box break for a 1992 wild card decision. Wild card decision. Yeah, wild card was a you know it's a debunk company that, out of Cincinnati, Ohio, that uh, you know they did some interesting things in the early 90s. But yeah. this 
we Matt and I broke it yesterday. The Boxbusters videos should be up in the next couple of days, hopefully. It was interesting. It was fun. Yeah. As we were talking off mic, a lot of the same issues that we are dealing with today were happening twenty still, yeah, yeah twenty plus happening. years ago. So, yeah. um, it was cool. It was a lot. I, I got actually I got lost in flipping through the cards. I was reading the back of the cards. That's when you know yeah. that's a good product. Yeah. So yeah. it was. It was awesome. I hope you guys watched the video. Nice. Yeah, check that out on Beckett.com slash news. Should be up real soon. Uh, but overall, the industry summit seemed like it was good. It was just a good conference. You, you know, know uh, Mr. Dua, Sandeep Dua, stopped at my uh, desk oh, really? uh, on Monday. Yeah. You know, just to say hello. Uh-huh. And he's he's a very... Um, even kill guy most of the time, you know, he he's, he doesn't get too up or too down about anything, but he was genuinely excited mm-hmm. about the atmosphere at the summit. Yeah. So that was if if someone like that who was very very just by the book, yeah, whatever was yeah. was excited about it. That's that tells me a lot. Yeah. Um. It's it's going to be interesting to see the next industry summit which is in vegas you know 2017 it'll be back in the sin city so um hopefully i'll be able to go to that and we'll be able to bring beckett radio along you know because there's tons of news that comes out so it makes sense you know um but who knows we'll see yeah it was a great show um but let's take a quick break uh we've talked way too much Mm. uh, but it's okay tons of news might as well you know um, we're going to have Ryan Cracknell, our hobby editor, on to talk all about his fir- really his firsthand account of the Industry Summit as he was there. And, uh, yeah, just divulge into some other stuff that he you know saw and, and was listening to and, and go from there. But, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. You're listening to Beckett Radio. Looking for a career that combines the love of collecting and getting paid? Now you can have it. Beckett Media is seeking talented entry-level individuals who are avid hobbyists, collectors, or dealers to join our pricing team. If you collect cards, sports memorabilia, or coins and follow their markets, we want to hear from you. Visit the careers page on our website to apply today. Beckett Media. It's not a job. It's our passion. All right, and next up on Beckett Radio, all the way over, i not over, but all the way up north, in Canada right now is Mr. Ryan Cracknell, our hobby hobby editor. He was in the uh, he was at the industry summit in Hawaii, getting all the sun tans, uh, all the 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 mai tais and and all that good stuff going. Uh, and I'm super jealous. But uh, Ryan, how's it going, man? It's doing good. It's a little <laughs> cloudier now that I'm home, but yeah. uh, you know it's going good. So I, I got to be honest. That was probably one of the worst intros I've ever done. So um, I apologize for that. I was really trying to get the whole Hawaii thing going, but I couldn't just kind of improv, you know, on the off the top of my head. So I apologize for that, man. I, I, I'm Canadian. Aren't I supposed to be apologizing? Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, hey, I want to talk about the industry summit because obviously you were there. You were, you know, um, you were, you had your ears against against the ground, and and you were hearing everything that the the dealers were talking about, the card companies were talking about, and um, there's so much stuff I want to get to, and we only have a little bit of time, so let's just jump right in. I first, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Uh, I I loved the new movie, and I can't wait for the the ones that come out soon. And one of the biggest things that jumped out at me first was Leaf trading cards uh, getting Daisy Ridley autographs, and they're going to be coming out in Leaf Pop Century. Uh, What was kind of the general consensus from everyone there when they heard that news? 
I think there's two parts to this one. First, first, it's huge. Like that's going to be your headliner for Pop Century yeah. every year. There's a couple of them there. Um, Brian Gray mentioned that this is the biggest deal he's ever paid for a female entertainer. So wow. this is bigger than Jennifer Lopez. This is bigger than Britney Spears. Um, you know, when he had Lindsay Lohan a couple of years ago, she was still considered on the A-list, or at least people talked about her. Yeah. Here comes Daisy Ridley, really one movie that we know her for, mm-hmm. um, and she's the biggest one automatically there. So that, you know, that's big as the headline perspective. Um, but if you look between the lines a little bit here, there's, there is something else going on here. Yeah. Uh, when Tops put out the Force Awakens Series 1, uh, the day it released, they released a checklist. On that checklist, it said, here's a mystery redemption. Underneath that said, Daisy Ridley autograph. Great. That's huge. You know, that, that's like <laughs> the biggest card. People to this day are still, that card is still selling for anywhere from 1500 to 2000 bucks on eBay. Wow. Um, things got a little complicated, though. They kind of, I don't want to say they jumped the gun, um, but the status of that mystery redemption changed from Daisy Ridley to to be announced. Really? Obviously, not all the papers are signed. Um, it sounds like if they're going to say it's that close and announce it no matter what, there's been conversations. Yeah. I think it's safe to assume. Um, but nothing's finalized. Things can change. As of right now, that is still a mystery redemption, and it's not officially official uh, Daisy Ridley. Now, so. let, let's kind of go off of that, Ryan. What what would happen? And this is just what if speculation. What if Tops ultimately could not get Daisy Ridley for that mystery redemption? How would that affect? I mean, all the people who were going crazy trying to buy this thing. Um, wh- what would that do to the the collectors out there as a whole? Well. First off, there's not many of them. Okay. Uh, I think estimates, maybe 25 of these mystery redemptions out there. So more than anything else, I think it's going to be a PR nightmare. Yeah. To say that there's one thing um, very clearly, and I followed it up because, you know, something like this happened a couple years ago with uh, Masahiro Tanaka, Mm -hmm. where there was mystery redemptions in a product. It was listed on a checklist. That checklist was made public. And then it was redacted. Um, You know, I would say that this is an even bigger deal because it's Star Wars and it's out there and, you know, everything else. So I think more than anything, it'll be a PR nightmare. Um, You know, there is safety in saying that it's a mystery redemption. But if you come out and say one thing and then it gets changed, I don't know. I, I can't say I have that kind of budget to even consider cards like that. Um, but it would leave a sour taste in my mouth. But, you know, I, I would hope that anytime a situation like that happens with a company that they do their best to make it right. Oh, so. Of course. Yeah. Well, let's keep going with tops here. And, and uh, something that I, I saw on your web story on Beckett.com slash news, which everyone should check out. It's a kind of a highlights of the industry summit. So if you don't have time to check out all the pictures and news stories that were happening as the summit was going, which you should, everyone should take the time to check that out. But this is a great, you know, uh, highlight of the industry summit. So check that out. Uh, well done by Mr. Cracknell here. But Ryan, let's talk about tops and national baseball card day. It's big. It's a big day. It's a big deal and it's coming back uh this summer so what's going on with that and did they announce any i guess uh big details or did they just announce that the day was coming back 
It was just, it's coming back. Uh, They don't even have a formal date at this point. It was kind of tossed around maybe All-Star Weekend. Mm. Um, But we don't know for sure. They'll announce it. It's going to mean free cards for everybody. Nice. Um, You know, hockey, it's been huge for Upper Deck the past couple years. Some shops, as they've promoted it up here in Canada, literally I've seen pictures where they're around the block. Like, well, I would say around a corner. Not all four corners, but, you know, (laughs) many, many, many people, dozens um, of people lined up outside. It's not just the free cards. It's about getting to a hobby shop. It's about, you know, just having fun in the card shop. Because normally when you have something like that, if you're... You know, thinking ahead and you have a store, you're going to plan other things like trade days, maybe some yep. case breaks. Definitely. You're, you're showcasing to people who might not normally collect, yeah. as well as get existing collectors excited as well. So, you know, the cards themselves that we're going to get on National Baseball Card Day probably aren't going to be worth lots and lots of money, but they're going to be free and it's a good way to highlight the hobby to new people. No, definitely. And, and there's no better way to get people more excited uh, than free cards, free baseball cards to be exact. And it's awesome to see that Tops is doing something that Upper Deck has hit a home run with, um, literally. Uh, but I, it, it's great to see that they have people wanting to come into shops, into your local hobby shops, trying to search for your hobby shop if you don't know if there is one close to you just to get those free baseball cards. And, you know, it, it's great to see because the stories we hear is of, you know, people closing up shop after 20, 30 years of business, you know, with, with local card stores. So it's nice to see that, you know, things are actually on on the upwards for, you know, card shops and programs like this. It's it's really cool to see. Um, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, let's talk Panini. Panini is... Um, they're they're hitting home runs left and right as well, and they just hit another one uh, with NASCAR. NASCAR is officially back, ladies and gentlemen, and they are, they've already announced four releases in 2016. Is that correct? That is. It sounds like uh, they're going to kick it off with uh, Prism NASCAR. Okay. And then from there, there were three other brands, uh, one of which, i, I got to be honest, I don't have a very large racing card collection. Okay. It might be 10 <laughs> cards or something like that. Yeah. Um, but there's one called Torque, and then there's Certified, which is, you know, one of the perennial Panini brands. And then finally, I'm assuming to wrap up their 2016 NASCAR season, we'll see National Treasures. Very nice. You know, that'll be interesting to see a high-end product for NASCAR. I don't know. I You know, I've only been back in the hobby for a little while, but has there been a high-end NASCAR product back in the day? Uh, it depends on how you look at it. A lot of press passes stuff in the last three years or so, I would definitely consider high-end. Yeah. Um, would it be National Treasures level? That's going to have to take it to another level. In part, you know, part it's going to be branding as well. Of course. Um, but it is definitely going to have to set a high standard. Press pass, you know, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> but they, they did some quality stuff. Uh, you know, they, they originated the memorabilia card back in 95 or 96 with yeah. tires. Yeah. 
So, you know, they they had some cool things going on. And, you know, it's always unfortunate when you hear of any business going under. Of course. Um, but, you know, racing's back for, for the racing fans out there. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of emails uh, from my pricing days, guys who thought I was still like the NASCAR analyst. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I, I'm so pumped. Let's do it. You know, I, I want to, you know, I want to do all these great things with NASCAR. It's like, all right, let's pump the brakes. Let's let it come out. Let's see how it goes. And then we'll go from there. But Panini always does great stuff. Obviously, kicking it off with Prism, which is one of my favorite products, is, is going to be a blast to see. You know, uh, hopefully they do, you know, obviously current drivers, retired vets, you know, guys like that. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, let's let's kind of go. Let's go back home. Ryan, and let's talk Beckett Media, because this was uh, actually a bigger deal than, than uh, I first thought. And then when I kept reading the stories on Beckett.com slash news, I, I actually saw it was an, uh, a really big deal. And that is that we acquired a non-sport magazine. Now, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about this magazine and how it affects that, uh, that avenue of collecting? Sure. Uh, it was it was actually a surprise to me as well. Even though you know I'm I, I got my nose to the to the non sport entertainment area. That's kind of my wheelhouse in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, non sport update magazine was acquired by Beckett Media, um, which it's a it's a big deal. This is the last uh, non sport magazine remaining, mm. and it's been around since I believe I want to say 1990. I could be off by a year or two either way, yeah. um, but it's, it is a very uh, dedicated magazine. It's, it's one that's been run by the Tozer family, um, Harris, Roxanne, and Marlin, since day one. Yeah. And that puts, I think, a lot of pressure, and it raises a lot of questions because people assume that, you know, it's Beckett. You know, it's, it, that is a brand for hobby publications that everyone knows, yeah. whether you're a collector or not. Um, but, I, you know, it's, it's exciting because it, I don't see too much changing. You know, I don't have all the details. I don't know everything that's going on. But, you know, I know right now it's, it's take what's working with that magazine and keep it what's working. And some of the Beckett branding and the Beckett distribution that can help that magazine grow and in turn help non-sport and entertainment trading cards grow as well, I Definitely. think is is one of the biggest goals that you'll see going forward. Definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see it because I never heard of this magazine uh, before, and that just goes to show that I, I don't really know a lot of non-sport stuff, but I'm getting really interested in it with talking to Matt Bible here, our gaming and non-sports expert, as well as seeing your stories online. Um, it, it's really got me into looking at, you know, upcoming product releases, things like that, seeing card images that are coming out. Uh, so I would really be excited to see how we take this, uh, into the next level, you know, with Beckett media being, you know, one of the leaders in the hobby. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see how we roll that out and, um, and have some fun with that. But, uh, well, a couple more things, Ryan, I, I want to talk about Mike Burkus. Um, and for those who you who don't know Mike, um, he unfortunately passed away uh, earlier uh, or last year, um, and he was one of the guys who really started the national convention. I consider him one of the uh, the heads of Mount Rushmore in the collecting world, um, and it was really unfortunate to hear the news of his passing. Um, and 
it, it really sucks, you know, to be honest. It really sucks. But what we're doing with Beckett Media is we're going to honor him, and uh, the National Convention is going to be honoring him as well. Uh, what was the news coming out of the summit as far as honoring, you know, Mr. Burkus and his legacy at the National, as well as, you know, the card set that Beckett Media is coming out with? Yeah, actually, the card's already out. Oh, really? It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was part of a six-card set that was given out uh, during the summit itself. It okay. was, you know, I would say industry legends and leaders. Gotcha. Um, so when you went to different areas in the conference, you would get one of the cards, and uh, one of them was Mike Burkus. So nice. that card is out there. Um, but the National itself, uh, where, you know, he, he is one of the founders, yeah. and I agree exactly with your sentiment, too, of being one of the hobbies, Mount Rushmore, you know, most influential, most important people. So the center stage, which if for listeners who haven't been to the National, that's where a lot of the things happen. Yeah. You know, it, it's not just people going from booth to booth and dealer to dealer. There's stuff happening on this stage from announcements to breaks to, you know, I remember a couple of years ago sitting and listening to Bobby Hall tell stories for an hour. Yeah. Um, so that center stage is being renamed the Mike Burkus Center Stage in his honor. Nice. You know, that's that's fitting because he was one of the guys. I think he was the guy to try and get that thing started up. Um, and obviously it happened and it, it's done, you know, uh, it's done a great uh, service to the whole national convention with, you know, making people more interested and not just going booth to booth, but to hang out, watch what's going on on the stage and hoping hoping to have fun, you know, by just sitting around and watching the guys, you know, do whatever. I had a blast doing it last year. Um, with uh, with Rob, the voice of the collector, uh, we had a lot of fun that weekend. But uh, it's really nice to see the national convention honoring Mike Burkus. And you know, I, I'm now that I know the card set is out, I really want to see it because a I want to get Doctor Beckett's and I want to get him to sign it because I think that would be really cool. Uh, but it would just be awesome to have that set. Um, you know, just as a collector, that would be a, a awesome thing to do. You know, absolutely. So, Ryan, obviously everyone talks about the Panini black boxes. I saw pictures, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was so jealous, so upset that I wasn't able to get one of them. What was it like to open a black box here at the Industry Summit, and what were kind of the hits that you were seeing while people were opening them? Yeah, well, everything uh, was capped off by a one-of-one patch card. So it was either, I'm pretty sure it was all football and basketball uh, from the stuff that I saw. Yeah. Um, but it was essentially, from their description, uh, Panini's description, extras that they'd made, you know, for quality purposes or, you know, just whatever. And they get a special black box, one of one stamp. So that, you know, signifies where it's coming from. Yeah. And, you know, all top players that I saw, you know, some obviously aren't as big as others, but lots of uh, Winston's, Mariota's. I saw a couple Kobe's, you know, stuff like that. And then underneath the black box, there is a pack of five 2015-16 uh, select basketball pink prisms. Nice. And each of those prisms is numbered to 20. So, you know, they're rare to begin with. And it's also like a preview because the set isn't even out. I don't know the exact date, but I think it's still a couple weeks or even another month away. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of getting this first look 
um, at the product and seeing who's in the set and the rookies and everything else. So. Definitely. And also, Tops, you know, came out with some great cards as well as Leaf. Correct? They had some white boxes, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Leaf had Leaf had white boxes, and in those there was a one-on-one cut signature with an exclusive uh, Hawaiian-style design for the summit. Nice. And then, and there was also a one-of-one proof. So that was a card from an existing product that they'd already made. Um, part of the printing process, I, I would say, I guess, like a printing plate, yeah. um, but they looked more acetate. Um, Tops, at, they had a birthday party thing, and they had a couple of different cards as well. They had their traditional autographs. Um, always at the Industry Summit, they have a special design, and they take some of their top players and their sticker autographs. Um, but they're numbered, I don't, I think off the top of my head, they were all numbered to 10 or 15. Okay. So they're quite rare. Uh, they also were giving away throughout the event, uh, these one of one stamped cards. So it's like, it was mostly top series one cards with a special pineapple industry summit stamp, but they were all one of ones. So, mm-hmm. and upper deck, they also had their, uh, Goodwin champions preview autographs. Oh, so wow. if you, they had an invite only um event mm-hmm. with dealers uh, only their diamond diamond club dealers yeah, yeah so it was quite a small number there um, but in each of those their own version of the black box there was either two or three cards uh, one of them was signed by a world war ii vet who survived uh, the pearl harbor attacks the wow. uss arizona so he's i believe 95 years old now and um, he actually GTS through, sorry, flew him mm-hmm. into Hawaii to meet with people on this island tour. Um, he also had a signed card in these special black boxes as a preview for Goodwin Champions. The museum collection is going to honor World War II vets this year. Wow! And then also um, either one or two additional autographs with kind of a industry summit theme but also at the same time very much goodwin champions as far as branding goes that's that's awesome looking forward to 2017 industry summit uh what should we be looking for is there any uh rumors going around uh just anything to to look forward to 2017 in uh, las vegas honestly i have no idea (laughs) the only thing that i know is that it's going to be in las vegas again there we go um and that's all we need to know right absolutely so either that (laughs) either if you love hawaii you might be a little down but Las Vegas, you know, it's Vegas. It's it's hard not to have fun there as well. Plus, exactly. it's a little closer to home for most people too. So yeah, so so the travel bill might be a little less. One would think so. Yeah. One would think so. <laughs> but I think every dealer that I saw there, I did not. I honestly did not hear one complaining about costs and everything else because some of the takeaways that they had coming from this industry summit, nothing to do with the freebies. Nothing to do with anything else. Just the takeaways from meeting with other, you know, peers. Yeah, they. I, I think it more than paid for their trip. Yeah, so. awesome. Well, that's great. Ryan Cracknell, our hobby editor here at Beckett Media. Check out all his stories on Beckett.com/news. Whenever a new one gets posted, I obviously have to read it because I need to be up to date and current with all my information that I'm spouting here on Beckett Radio. Uh, Ryan, what's your Twitter handle for everyone that should follow you? Trader Cracks. Trader Cracks. There it is. So it, is, Ryan, it all has to do with the last name. The last <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, uh... <laughs> it's got nothing to do with 
anything that could put me in jail. Exactly. I, I like to trade baseball cards. Yeah. My last name's Cracknell. Put them together. There you go. You got something weird <laughs> but memorable. Hey, there it is. All right, Ryan, we appreciate it as always, and uh, we'll see you next time, all right? All right. Take care. Well, that wraps it up for another edition of Becker Radio. Thank you, Ryan Cracknell, for that. As always, it's great to have him on via telephone conference line. Um, but before we go, there's a great story that you sent over last night. Uh, someone found a Thai cop. Is that uh, correct? It's not a Thai cop. A Thai cop? It's seven Thai cops. Seven Thai cops. Yes. Not only just seven random Thai cop cards, but some pretty big Thai cops. They cards. were printed from 1909 to 1911. So it's those... It's. It's that era of cards that everybody loves. Yep. Um, ESPN Mint Condition had the story uh, last night. Shout out to Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. It, broke, it broke last night. Nice. So uh, you can get, you guys can go there and check it out, check out all the details. But the gist of it is, is this family was cleaning up their their deceased grandfather's home, okay. and in a crumpled paper bag found seven of these Thai cobs. <laughs> wow. Obviously, there was skepticism about the you know their authenticity, but yeah. they've been. They've been verified and sent to PSA for grading, and, and they're back. And there's the value is now set in the seven figure range wow. for, for these things. So, Unbelievable. Um, total combined. Yeah, yeah. That that's huge. Why can't I find something Seriously, like that? You always hear stories where it's like some dude about to throw a piece of trash away, and all right. of a sudden someone's like, "Wait, there's something in there." Right. Oh my god, it's a Honus Wagner. My grandmother <laughs> lives in a in a in a retirement apartment community. Yeah. I have no chance at all of finding anything <laughs> like that when she passes. Yeah, um, it, those stories are, are you don't hear them a lot, but when you hear them, it's like, man, that, that's cool, right? You know, it, it just it's all it's it's another thing of the hobby that makes me just love this you know industry that we're in. Last night it was it was all over the social media feeds. Go to ESPN, yeah. check out the story. It's it's a cool read. Yeah, it's. You know, congratulations to this family. They're they're gonna be you know gonna have a nice little nest egg now. Yeah, so. they're they're gonna have a lot of fun with uh, whatever they plan to do with that. I hope I hope that they at least have some knowledge of the hobby. You I know, mean, some yeah, that way they know what they're getting what into. What exactly they have historically? Right. I mean, I I could see that they have you know some sort of knowledge, but. Uh, you know, you, you never know. You never you know? know, yeah. Uh, but definitely go follow ESPN Mint Condition, at ESPN Mint Condit, one word. Um, yeah, that's that's absolutely crazy. Um, it's 65 retweets already, 59 likes, and it was only posted seven hours, 17 hours ago. So that's a big deal. Your um, Sports Collector Daily picked it up. Yeah. Um, I believe maybe even Cracknell picked it up. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, thanks to Ryan Cracknell for coming on the show. You guys should all follow him on Twitter, uh, social media, uh, trader cracks. All one word is his name. Um, nice avatar too. Nice. Yeah. Great avatar. Great avatar. Yeah. Uh, very serious. avatar. Yes. Fair. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, Eric, great show. Thank you very much. I had a fun, I had a lot yeah. of fun this week. Yeah. This, this was a good show. Just to talk news. Yes. No BS, just straight news. You know, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what NASCAR uh, comes about with Panini. Uh, they do great stuff anyway, so I'm excited to see that. Uh, Leaf, I am excited to see what they do this upcoming year. I really am. You know, for a company that doesn't have a license, they sure do a lot of nice things. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't see any reason that 260. 
2016 shouldn't be any yeah. different. Shout out to Brian Gray and all those guys at Leaf. You know, Joe Clemens, all them. Tops and upper deck. I think status quo. You know, keep knocking knocking the products out, doing great stuff. If something comes along and they pick it up, then great. But I think the biggest winners out of the summit were Leaf and, and Panini, in my I opinion. I agree. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely, obviously, we'll keep a watch out for every company. Uh, obviously, us too, you know, with the non-sport magazine. So we'll we'll try and get Matt Bible in to talk about the seriousness and importance of that. Right. Um, and hopefully we can maybe give away some, you know, the yeah, first maybe. edition. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, great show. We'll have uh, we'll try and get a show next week. No tentative plan yet. Uh, I'm tired of saying, "Hey, we're gonna have a show," and then we don't have a show. I feel bad for all the guys out there that get all pissed off, aka King Kinsley, who <laughs> always is like, "Where's the show?" And I was like, "Sorry, dude, my bad. No show." Schedules. Schedules. Yeah. So we're, um, we're adulting. Yeah, we are adulting. No. Um, so maybe a show next week. We never know. But uh, if we do have a show, check. Check Twitter, social media, all that good stuff. That work? That works for me. Yeah, we'll okay. let you know on there. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening to Becker Radio. As always, I'm your host, Eric Ficken. I'm Eric Norton. We'll see you guys later. Cue the Drake. Have a good one. <laughs>